This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. A new surge in wheat buying Monday pushed all three markets to double-digit gains to start the holiday-shortened week. Driving factors were another round of excessive rain in eastern Australia, raising serious quality threats to their bumper crop. In addition, weekend reports by European analytical firm Strategy Grains that wheat prices are so high that wheat exports will be reduced from prior estimates due to uncompetitive prices, and that corn imports will be rising despite a record corn crop with no wheat being fed to livestock this season. In other news, Severe flooding in British Columbia has mudslides blocking both rail and highway routes to Vancouver ports, but the military has been called in to help, and that's not expected to be a lasting threat to Canadian exports. The startling strength in the wheat was enough to perk up corn and soybean markets. Friday's commitment of traders' reports showed fund traders adding to net long positions aggressively in corn, beans, and winter wheat. Only the spring wheat long position was trimmed a bit, but the market action suggests that breaks should be bought. It's been a long time since soybean meal had a leading role in the soy complex, but it has held title since its upside breakout on November 9th. A national lysine shortage is pumping up soybean meal demand. It's an additive amino acid used in rations for hogs, poultry, and dairy, and a shortage has been developing since July that's now getting serious enough that upping the soybean meal in rations is boosting cash meal prices right along with futures. ADM recently announced that it was ending production of dry lysine in early 2021. They acknowledged some analysts predict the shortage to last until the second quarter of 2022. Chart-wise, the next objective for soybean meal on the long-term monthly chart is overhead resistance just under $400 a ton. And that doesn't have to stop it. Soy meal is still a reasonably priced substitute for lysine additives in tight supply. Soybeans consolidated recent gains. China's finally begun buying some beans, and cash basis is improving. Seasonal supports soybean market strength. In corn, a big negative hit midweek with EPA announcing it would continue to put off RFS blending requirements retroactive back to 2019, while it ponders reduced gasoline consumption for 2020 and 2021. More importantly, ethanol refiner margins are nothing short of spectacular. DTN reported Friday that on average a bushel of Iowa corn at 5.74 could be turned into at $9.27 worth of ethanol and $1.34 worth of distiller's grain. Ethanol plants are typically paying premiums for corn over Chicago Board of Trade prices. Corn is not high price for ethanol plants. We tracked the basis for 14 Western Corn Belt locations. We note exceptional basis strength in the Dakotas as corn there continues to head north to Canada, whereas their export corn would normally be headed to West Coast ports at higher transportation costs. Overall corn basis for the 14 Western Corn Belt locations is 16 cents better than the three-year average for this time in the season at 12 under December. Turning to soybeans west of the Mississippi, among the 14 locations we track in the Western Soy Belt, Average basis improved a remarkable 17 cents to just 11 under January from 28 under the week before. There was particularly remarkable improvement in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, but Missouri locations in Beatrice, Nebraska also lifted the overall average considerably. Looking further south all the way to Brazil, 
Brazil's soybean planting progress now exceeds 80%. The Mato Grosso has finished as well as much of the center-west region, most of which remains to be planted is found in the Rio Grande do Sul to the south. A successful planting season to date has caused CONAB to increase their soybean crop prospects to 142 million bushel, up from 140.8. That still falls short of where the USDA has the Brazilian crop pegged at 144 million metric ton now for several months. As long as we don't see any major dry weather conditions, CONAB will likely continue to increase yields in coming months to match that of the USDA. Similarly, CONAB has the corn crop in Brazil pegged at 116.7 million metric ton, while USDA has it pegged at 118 million. Much of this good news for Brazil is already built into our soybean market. Southern Brazil represents about 30% of their soybean production. That is where dry weather from La Nina typically focuses. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.